It is the Chicagoverse Unlimited podcast, featuring interviews with the premier artists and industry in the Chicago music community. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast at DynastyPodcast.com. This week, David Ashley. Here's how that sounds. Haima Black here in Logan Square, and I'm here with David Ashley. Uh, first time on the podcast, man. Thank you so much for taking some time. How are you doing today? I'm doing so Cool. Yeah, yeah. You just released your new record. It's called Perfect Dark. You released it here at the beginning of the month. How is everything going around that? Uh, shit, people been fucking with it. Shit, uh, I ain't heard no negative shit, no bad feedback. It was cool, you know, the first release from the label. Mm-hmm. And, you know, premiered the site with it, so it was a nice little, nice little starting point. Yeah, and, and when you say the label, this is the first release on Supreme Cut's own posture label. They have their own imprint now, and you were the first artist on that? Or? Well, no, let me, let me clarify. Okay. You got to clarify all this shit. It's not Supreme Cut's label. It's Supreme Cut's label. It's David Ashley label. Right. It's Young Color label. It's Calfani label. Kit label. Sticky it's the collective. Yeah, like, ain't they, like, ain't nobody under nobody. Like, right. we all started this shit. We sat there. Niggas spend weeks putting together the logo. Niggas spend weeks having meetings, yelling at each other, coming up with the name. Niggas spend weeks like, oh, what are we going to put out? You know, so this is like our collective shit. Ain't nobody under nobody. So just to clarify that. Yeah. So let's talk about the label for a second, then we'll talk about the record. Kind of like, you know, um, start from the beginning. What were the beginnings of this label, of Posture? You know, like since it was formed, you know, with this kind of collective... um, behind it like how did this kind of process happen how did it come together i mean shit like niggas has been cool in like the last two years like you know so i don't know niggas for a minute like we was doing a like you know what i'm saying me and you know what i'm saying everybody from joey was doing our shit and something like and everybody was cool like everybody knew supreme and all that and we linked up and then shit we started just kicking in a studio heavy you know always being over there and making records making records then, like, niggas was doing parties, like, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, Naughty, he, you know, he the, he the brains behind the parties and the events and shit. So, like, we was doing all that, and, you know what I'm saying, helping with that. And we was just like, fuck it. Like, we always kick it. We always do this. We do this together. It's like, fuck it. Why don't we, like, we make music, have an umbrella for it. So it just made sense and shit. And it just, like, niggas just came together over time. Like, they, you know, their situation, they had to move their equipment and shit, so they was like, fuck it, we'll just put it here. Yeah. And since then, shit, like, niggas be here, like, every day, just, all right, let's work. You know, we have our meetings here, record all our shit here, mix it, you know what I'm saying, like, plot and scheme, do all that shit here. So it's just, like, it just, and niggas just be kicking it. Most, like, shit, you come in the crib, like, shit, it'd be, like, six, seven motherfuckers just be watching The Matrix and just chilling, smoking, whatever. Yeah. And it, and it really is, like, this whole community, like, you know, and... Jody, in and of itself, is a, an outfit, is a project that, you know, the members are always doing their own thing. So let's, let's touch on Jody, and then we're going to, like, work towards the proper record. So with Jody, how long has Jody been in effect, you know, as a musical collective? Shit. I can fuck around. I give you the exact date. Yeah. I can fuck around hit niggas the exact date. It was, uh, it was like June 20-something. It was... It was a day, it was like the Puerto Rican parade in 2012 when that shit was going on. We was at uh, Jeremy and Jeremy and Brandon crib, the drummies at their crib. You know what I'm saying? Kicking in shit, getting riced out, whatever. Then shit, they was making the record. They was making that record, uh, Magic. Mm-hmm. And shit, they was like, go on sing. I ain't never like sang on no record before, so I'm like, all right, fuck it. 
And then we did that shit. Then shit called Lee. He came through like one, two, something in the morning, laid his shit. Boom. And like they was like, yo, like we should start the R&B shit. Called it Jody. And then shit, we had got my man's Cole. Uh, he go by, I want to say it's Wilo, how you pronounce it. You know what I'm saying? Like he was, he was one of the OG members and shit. But then he had left the States. Like he went to Thailand to study abroad and shit. No, not Thailand. He went to Vietnam. He went to Ho Chi Minh City for like a year. Mm-hmm. Study abroad. But he was on some of the early records. And then, like, James and them, like, hitting niggas up. Then, like, we bumped into him. It was like, yo, woo, woo. And he recorded on some shit. Then, so it's like, shit, it's been, like, a little over two years. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, so you were in, you are in Jody. Yeah. You know, you were in Jody. You're, you are in Jody. Yeah. And, and then posture started to happen, you know, where, where Supreme Cuts, you guys, a whole, a whole bunch of artists were forming a label. What came first? The label or you working on solo material or Jody or kind of what was the origin of the record you just released a new record called perfect dark well shit it was like like you know what i'm saying niggas always been like solo artists and shit doing our own shit but it's just like i ain't never had my shit out to a certain level and then like you know what i'm saying like we started doing the jody shit niggas already knew who the drum was niggas already knew who gtw was mm-hmm. and so like it was a cool little thing to help like as far as just like outside of just doing like some cool different shit to be on as a group, like personally, like for niggas like me and Lee, you know what I'm saying, who ain't never just been on no like fader and no shit. It was like, all right, boom, this a, you know what I'm saying, that shit like helped propel that. But uh, it was like, you know what I'm saying, like that start, that came before like we was doing the posture shit, like, you know, all us. That was just some shit that just happened. Like, it was like shit, we were just making music with niggas. We've been making music for like a minute. And then we finally like this spring came up with the whole shebang. But, like, shit, niggas have been making music collectively for, shit, over a year and some, a year and a half, shit. Yeah. And how did you guys all decide that your record was going to be the first to drop on Posture? Like, how was that decision? You know, was yours just done first? Or was it really, like, everybody was like, you know what, this is the one we want to kind of step out of the gate with? I mean, shit, it was a mix. You know what I'm saying? I was like, all right, everybody fucking with it. Yeah. So it was, like, cool. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, like, the guy, though, he was all fucking with it. It was like, yeah, like, my shit was just done, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because we was like, shit, it's 2014, you know, it was like the summer. We like, you know, we, we should just drop some shit, like, sat, like, let's not wait and just drop some shit. And so we did that, shot a couple vids, you know what I'm saying? Shot the shit for uh, Calfani and me. And then, shit, I had my shit done, so it was like, fuck it, like, just put something out. And so, yeah, that wanted to be in the first project. You know, what kind of... What was the advantage of having this come out on a label, of doing this with, you know, a larger collective of peers and friends and collaborators and kind of having this whole network behind it? How did that benefit the record or how did that kind of make the process better? I mean, shit, it's power in numbers. You know, like, niggas was just talking about some shit the other night, like, like he was saying some shit, like, uh, uh, you hear, like, rap a couple of years ago, everybody was like, I don't know these niggas, fuck these niggas, all this other shit. And then, like, now, like, the whole t- tone of thing is, like, I love my niggas, I love my people. It's, like, it's more of a communal thing. And so, like, people respond, you know what I'm saying, differently, you know what I'm saying, more or less positively towards, like, you know, that communal energy that you give off when it's, like, a group of niggas instead of just one nigga out there. It's, like, it just look, it looks more presentable. It looks, you know what I'm saying, it's more, like, official. And then when it's just, like, you know, on the level where it's just, like, niggas ain't got to force it. Like, you know what I'm saying? We ain't had to hit a bunch of niggas up on the net. Like, oh, let's come together. It's like, no, nah, like, niggas just cooling in the crib on the low and just like, boom, out of, out of nowhere, niggas just started some shit. I mean, I think that's a really interesting point, though, is that 
there was a time for a long time where everybody wanted to kind of work individually and it was kind of, everyone was kind of pitted against each other. Why do you think that things have become more communal? Because when you read about like in, you know, like a noisy, a fader, a complex, and people talk about like, you know, Supreme Cuts has a scene or Jody has a scene or Chicago's, you know, has this like alternative R&B kind of scene. Like everybody's talking now about this scene. Why do you think that everybody kind of shifted towards that model? I mean, one, because one, cause like, it's like a, it's a scene, bro. Like, I mean, Chicago had its little scenes. Like, you know, Chicago's always had its little scenes. Like, I mean, like six, seven years ago, like, you know, like if you was on some, some like nigga shit in the rap and all that, and you was on some alternative shit, it was like, it was the niggas like Cool Kids and them. Like, that was a scene. And then there was like an alternative rock scene and shit. You know what I'm saying? Then it was like all types of little scenes, like a noise scene. But like now, it's like everybody, you know what I'm saying? It's like, one, I, I credit that to like the power of the internet and like niggas just getting, you know what I'm saying, just growing and maturing and like liking, like realizing like, oh, we like some of the, you know, same things within different music. You know what I'm saying? Like you look up like, oh, you should listen to that too. Like, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like you fuck around like, oh, you like Ariel Pink, then you like this shit. Like, oh, okay. You fuck with, uh, you know what I'm saying? 103.9, never damn, that go hard. And so niggas just came together as, you know, and, and, and then in Chicago, especially now, it's like, it's a legitimate, well, it's not yet, but it's like, there's a legitimate industry shifting towards this way, like how like niggas in Atlanta got the industry. So like, you just see groups of niggas in Atlanta just always brewing. Like you got the QC niggas and that's a gang of niggas. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like awful, they got their shit brewing now. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just a gang of niggas. It's just like in Chicago, people seeing the scene and the scene, you know, it, it legitimized everything. You could really like, oh, I could really, niggas could really eat off this. Like, we ain't got to go to work no more if we do shit right. Like, you know, we get these parties in order, we get these shows, get these records, you know what I'm saying, just have everything right. So, like, people kind of just realizing that it just, like, makes shit better for everybody when you come together. Yeah, and I think you nailed it right, you know, a little bit earlier when you said that there's strength in numbers, there's power in numbers. I think that that's really true, and I think we're seeing the effect of that in a lot of places in Chicago and online right now, right? Oh yeah, hell yeah. I mean shit shit that that helped me get some looks on the on the blogs and shit. The fact that like that I didn't just put out a record, just put out the record, like the fact that I was on a label, or the fact that it even helped that I'm in the group that niggas is already familiar with. Like just those numbers, you know what I'm saying? Like They hear Jody, they hear yeah, Supreme yeah. Cots, they're like, Oh yeah, I know those names, I know they, those they, names. Yeah, like you know, they know like not only do they see on the net, they're like, Oh, like it'd be like Supreme Cuts Kit, Color David Jody be like, no, like you like if you walk outside, you will see us going wherever. We'll be going to get some motherfucking uh falafels or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Going to motherfucking going to the bar, whatever, going to the going to the store right here. You'll just see like You see who's really out in Chicago. I see yeah. the Supreme Cuts dudes all the time. Yeah. You know that they're really here. They're not like in LA claiming Chicago. Like uh -huh. they're here, like I don't want to say in these streets because that's so cliche but they are no motherfuckers no we no niggas niggas we out like we out here like we you know what i'm saying like we we've been out here you know the party waves and like all this other shit like on some alt waves like we be you know what i'm saying that's what helped the two like us we because like even like me and this nigga we've been in we've been out all different types of waves and see all different alternative waves you could think of like we didn't been we you know what i'm saying we didn't fuck with this and fuck with that and fuck with that like so I mean, we from here, you know what I'm yeah. saying? We born and raised, so it's just like shit. You know, so like I said, you know, this is your debut album, right? Yeah. Perfect Dark. So Perfect Dark came out beginning of October. 
take us back a little bit, like, you know, you as an artist, you as a musician, as a singer, like, when did this start to happen for you? Uh, I mean, shit, the first record I recorded was the last record on the song. And I did that shit after New Year's. It was just like, all right, you know what I'm saying, 2013, crazy shit was happening. You know what I'm saying? Good and bad. So it was just like, all right, let's let's see what 2014 do. Then it's like, oh, I finally was in a in a state of mind where like, all right, let me make songs. Cause I'd be sitting around making beats and shit all the time or whatever, whatever, but I like wouldn't make no songs to it. So it was just like the first time. Like, cause I used to, I was recording shit at uh my nigga Bobby Crib, his old crib from Wine Gardens. He down the street. Now them niggas, them Hawaiian Garden niggas, they stay down the street right there. So we be recording over there sometimes. And uh, shit was like, all right, let me start making songs. Then they brought the studio over here, Mike and uh, Austin. So it was like, shit, like, I got in the mindset, like, just, just working, making, like, let me actually sit down and make a song, which is something I ain't really been doing ever by myself fully. So, like, I be making songs. Calfani be over there making shit slick. You know, this nigga be making hella shit, kit. Kid that made hella songs, you know what I'm saying? Color making hella records, you know what I'm saying? So this is like a relatively newer kind of process for you, right? It sounds like. Yeah, like making like a whole ass song on my own, mm -hmm. especially enough to make like all the, literally all the songs that I've made, like the whole songs that I made for me, basically went on that project, which is only like nine actual songs because the first track is just me talking shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Over right. the, so it's just like, yeah, like that's, it's a relatively new thing. There's always shit I've been like trying to do, but it's just like finally manifested. But you know, that shit be taking time. You're taking whatever time for whatever person. Yeah. You know, what did you learn in this process over the last year? It sounds like it really kind of this, this project started, you know, was kind of birthed as a concept right at the, at the end of last year, beginning of this year. So what did you learn over the last year in kind of going from the thought process of like, you know what, I want to try to make songs to putting out you know, the first record on posture, you know, getting a feature on noisy, getting some other features, getting some attention. I mean, it's shit, it's be like those those moments, niggas be having epiphanies. You be like, damn, I could do whatever the fuck I want to. Yeah. So it's like shit, let me do whatever the fuck I want to. Let me make, you know what I'm saying, make these records, put it out, like do you know what I'm saying? It and like being surrounded by other people in that mindset helped too, like, you know what I'm saying? Cause like I'll come in the crib and like he'll he hit me up like, yo, you you know what I'm saying? Like, ooh, ooh, Mike got some shit. Or, like, Mike will play me some awesome, play me some shit. And I'd be like, damn, I, I'm going to just make a whole song of this shit right now. Like, I'll watch Kit. Kit will make a whole song in, like, 30 minutes. And, I mean, it sounds like the environment and the culture and the community are really, like, kind of motivating factors and inspirations for you, you know, like, being around everything that's happening and then it kind of draws you in and makes you want to be more a part of it, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, because, like, niggas, you know what I'm saying, we're really passionate about this shit, like... Like, niggas really, like, we be out here, like, fucking losing our voices, yelling at each other, making the same points, but just, you know what I'm saying, to, like, push each other, like, yo, we got to, like, you know what I'm saying, do this, do that, woo, woo. So, like, it's just, you know what I'm saying, it's just like, a, it's a shared energy that's in this, you know what I'm saying, that's in this crib when we all together. You know, now that the record is out, uh, you know, it's called Perfect Dark, it's out on Posture, um, what's the next step for you now that you know that you can make this record, you're kind of familiar with the process of songwriting and making complete songs. Like, where do you go from here as an artist? What's the next step? Let me see, you gotta keep brewing. Yeah. Like shit, I mean, this is the first of many, so it's like, you know what I'm saying? Cause not only do this pump me, this pump all our shit. So it's like, 
this 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 is you know this tee up for when when Raymond want to drop his shit or for when Slick, you know what I'm saying? But it's like for me personally, shit, I'm like shit. Oh, I could put out a record and get it and get a good feedback. Oh, I'm gonna just keep dropping. You know what I'm saying? I'm already working on the whole new shit. But it's like shit. Now I'm like, all right, let me get some shows. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me see if I can get some more shit. Like let's see let's see how this how off just off this first project how shit go and just keep on building and building and going forward. David Ashley, the record is called Perfect Dark. It's out on posture. It's a label with you, with members of Jody, members of Supreme Cuts, a whole lot of artists in the community, you know, that are kind of really building a whole scene here, man. I think it's really technically, technically I'm the only member of Jody. Cause uh, my shout out to shout out to everybody, cause GTW got all the, you know what I'm saying, the drum got low motion, right? You know what I'm saying, Kylie over here doing, he brewing, doing his thing. So, but I'm te- like I'm the only member of Jody, you know what I'm saying, that's posture. Yeah, well, I mean, there's, I mean, like you know, man, there's a lot going on right now. I think it's really exciting, and I think that we're gonna look back in five years the way that people are like. Oh man, like there was the cool kids scene, there was the treated, you know, era, there was the save money come up. And I think that we're gonna look back on this time five years from now and it's gonna be like, you know, this is when Jody and Supreme Cuts and the drum and all the individual members, you know, they were building something right now. I think it's all of your moments, man. So thank you so much, man, for taking some time for Dynasty Podcast, man. It's really good to talk to you. Hey, thank you, man. Go get that uh that perfect dark, man. Yeah. On iTunes, you go on SoundCloud that uh Naughty, what's SoundCloud? SoundCloud, Posture. SoundCloud. Um, you can go to the website, it's posture.com. Yeah, go to the, go to the fucking website, though, because that shit, the website just brew, so y'all want to fuck with the site, because we're going to hit niggas with, we're going to still hit you with different visuals for whatever we post on the site, so, like, fuck with the site, it's posture.com, go get that perfect dark, man, and look out for everybody new shit, Raymond Abercrombie, Calfani, Slick, Young Color with that art talk, goddammit, Supreme Cut, goddammit, Kit, goddammit, uh, Sticky Ricardo and these niggas, everybody, man. Go fuck with that shit, man. I like it, man. All right, David Ashley, thank you so much. Hey, thank you, bro, bro, bro. This has been the Chicago vs. Unlimited podcast. Thanks to David Ashley for being on the show this week. You can find more Dynasty podcasts at dynastypodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Jaime Black, Dynasty Descend.